The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the butt rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here. This morning, this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday, and uh, we're going to be getting into that in just a little bit. But if you want to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. And on the left side of the page, you will, or the top part there, the left video that you'll see is Bradley's show from yesterday. That'll be there till 3 o'clock this afternoon, then it goes live. And, uh, by the way, I'll be with you in the afternoon, too. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to fill in for Bradley. He's got some driving or something he's doing today. Anyway, uh, so I'll see you guys, Lord willing, at 3 o'clock. And then on the right side is where we're streaming live. Just click on play, blow it up on whatever device you've got, and then click on the rumble icon in the bottom right. And uh, join us in the chat over there 
on Rumble. And then right up under where we're streaming live, please sign up for our email newsletter. Get one email from us a day, all of the articles we put out for the day, including the Morning Show Archive. You'll see that in there in the list. Just scroll down, okay? There's not a special button for Archive, okay? It's just one of the articles that show up. We do about 10 to 12, something like that, uh, each day. And so, as you see, you can just scroll down and you can find them in there. It'll be the same title as the video description is. Uh, Also, if you would like to help us uh, do what we do, there's a donate button at the top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And then also, if you'd like to partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty, that's available as well. And then our store is available with lots of products in it, the start conversations and and things of that nature, and to equip you. And uh, this week we're highlighting to Spit Against Heaven DVD. Again, this is exposing the sodomite agenda. It's normally a donation of $20. This week you can get 30% off with the promo code SPIT. Okay? Just use the promo code SPIT. You get 30% off. That's through Saturday night at midnight. Uh, Be sure to check that out. Now, real quickly before we get over to Lynn, um, a couple of headlines here from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. The U.S. government paid mainstream media $1 billion in, in our tax dollars to falsify COVID-19, quote-unquote, vaccine narrative. Isn't that nice to know that your money was spent for something so unconstitutional? A billion dollars. How many of you could use a billion dollars? I mean, we could split that up and have a nice little party together, I think. Anyway, also, fourteen as 14.6 million birds die in the U.S., consider it might not be the bird flu. But it will be devastating to the food supply. Again, I go back to the issue of what we're seeing uh, through some video evidence and such of where a lot of this <laughs> hockey would have been a good turn code. Yeah, that probably would have been a good. I was trying to think of something easy, Suzanne, something easy <laughs> for people to remember. Um, but uh, but 5G is still on the table and it's something nobody's talking about, what it's doing to plants, what it does to people, what it does to animals. I and, and yet we're, we're called to be scared. Now we're going to have to start putting down all the birds. Again, it isn't like we don't have an, a, a food supply chain issue already. Now we're going to start knocking off birds? Yeah, that's real, that's real smart. Um, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Did Biden just commit us to World War III? Yeah, he's telling our boys, get ready what they're going to see over there and blah, 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 blah. As we were there to help the neo-Nazis in Ukraine who are murdering their own people. I did just, yeah. I wish our boys would just tell them where they could go take a flying leap and none of them go. That's what I wish would happen. Anyway, Arizona passes a bill that could jail people for 30 days for filming police, a clear violation of the first amendment. Okay. This is Arizona. Don't they have this large Republican conservative constitutional, you know, representative guys. Isn't that what they have? And yet they passed a bill. They want to throw you in jail for 30 days for simply filming the cops. But the cops can film you, film you. That is, if they think to turn on their body cams, right? It's okay for them to do it. It's just not okay for you peasants. That's, that's the issue. That's what's coming across. SonsLibertyMedia.com. I talked to you yesterday <clears throat> in mentioning Hunter Biden's gun issue, and I did a flashback. I went and grabbed that article, put it over here. I did this. This was from 2014 where Joe Biden said, we don't have time to prosecute everybody who lies on ATF background checks. They don't have time to prosecute pretty much anybody, except, you know, well, they're not even prosecuting a lot of these January 6th people. They've been sitting in jail, um, putting them in there, and they really shouldn't have been prosecuting them in the first place. 
And then finally, if half of the people fo- focusing on the Oscar slap cared about Yemen, a million lives could be saved. That's exactly right. They, they could. But people are more geared towards whatever they're told. Whoever they're told to hate, that's who they'll hate. Whoever they're told to fight against, that's who they'll fight against. Whoever they're told to stand with, that's who they'll stand with. It is propaganda to manipulate the people. And I want to make one final thing here. It's only a few seconds. <clears throat> but this is being passed around. Now, this is off of our... YouTube, uh, YouTube. This is off our Telegram channel. By the way, we're streaming over there too, so you can pop in on that channel, and the stream is up all over there as well. But there's this video that's being passed around. It's been put a lot in our um, our chat here. But I just want to show people. This is the Q people who get all into this, and I want you to I want you to hear what they did. Now, this is off of Fox News. Listen to what goes on. Watermark ballots in over 12 states have been part of a huge Trump and military white hat sting operation. And Biden crime family and ballot fraud co-conspirators, elected officials, bureaucrats, social media censorship mongers, fake stream media reporters, etc., are being arrested and detained for ballot fraud right now in over coming days and will be living in barges off Gitmo to face military tribunals for sedition. Now, I, I, it, you can't, if you're listening by way of the radio... It's Fox News quoting a story from the Washington Post, okay, in which there was some texts that were sent back and forth between Mark Meadows and there was another lady. Uh, I'll get her name in just a minute. But it, the people, oh, it looks like mass arrests are going to happen. Fox News reports of mass arrests are happening. No, that's not what they're reporting. And I'm going to show you it's not what they're reporting. Oh, Telegram. Okay, so... It's, it acts up on me. So I want to show you exactly what's going on here. This is the story. This is what they're quoting. Okay? Um, <clears throat> this person, Thomas. Jenny Thomas and Mark Meadows. This was sent on November the 5th. Okay? And all it's doing is quoting it. But listen to what she says. Trump sting with CIA director Steve Pajanic. Uh, he, he's not a CIA director. This guy's retired CIA, right? The biggest election story in history. QFS blockchain, right? Um, that's, that's, a, uh, that's a YouTube video. That's what labeled it. Okay, so they came over, and here's what they said. The video Thomas shared with Meadows is no longer available on YouTube, but Thomas wrote to Meadows, I hope this is true. She's not saying it's happened. She's saying, I hope this is true. Never heard anything like this before, even a hint of it possible. Watermark ballots in over 12 states have been part of a huge Trump and military white hat sting operation in 12 key battleground states. She said she didn't even know it was going on. And she said she's saying, is this true? It's like me saying, was the moon landing true? (laughs) Since we're going to have that and tie it in. She said, I hope it's true, but it's not. It's not. So all of you people out there who are sharing this stuff as though, this is some kind of bombshell. No, it's just a lady who was ignorant of what Q said and said, Q is saying this, the people are saying this, and they're going after this stuff. And I, I'm just telling you, it's it's absolutely amazing to me that these people will jump on anything and everything that looks like what Q tells them. It's It's downright frightening, if you ask me, that you can be so manipulated that way. It really is. And again, I'm not saying there's not some stuff that does happen that's very curious, shall we say, but I don't believe it's what uh, we're told it is. I, I just really don't. So I just wanted to show you, you people who are jumping on that Fox News thing and you keep sticking that stuff out, you look stupid. 
because this lady's saying she's ignorant of it, but she hopes it's true. No evidence of it, but she hopes it's true. Just want to let you know. We're here to give you proof, okay? We're here to give you the evidence. And uh, to help me do that today, as always, uh, for Rotten Core Wednesday is the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. Not sure how I can really follow that kind of stuff, <laughs> up, but I will just <clears throat> I will just say this. Um, you know, as part of the Liberty Bells on Saturday night, we're going to be doing this really big webinar, and it's all about how school choice is tied to the First Amendment as far as your voter rights. And people, when I've been putting this out as, you know, we've got the evidence, we can show you how this is going to remove your your uh, voting rights. They'll like it. They'll share it. They're not signing up to listen in. They'd rather talk about garbage than finding out ways to preserve something that our Constitution absolutely gave us as a privilege and guaranteed us as a privilege. And it's about to be ripped away. And it just absolutely taps my Wheaties that we've had people who will pass it by to go talk about stuff like what you just brought up. Oh, I know. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely, but here today, we're not going to be talking about stuff that you can't right. actually prove. We're going to be going to the documents right. themselves. Right. Absolutely. Now, part of the school choice fallacy is, okay, and we've had shows about this before. First of all, page 17 of the Every Student Succeeds Act wiped it out. We had choice until that moment. We had the choice for parents to be able to put their child in whatever type of educational setting they wanted and the government had hands off, so to speak, okay? Now, we've known that's been going the way of the wind ever since uh, the government got into education. However, when the Every Student Succeeds Act came along, that one phrase on page 17 about all education having to be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards as laid out in the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act took everything from pre-K, daycare, up to uh, senior citizen because it threw in lifelong learning. It roped in the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. It roped in the Higher Education Act. It roped in uh, the STEM Act. It roped in the Mental Health Services, the Behavioral Health Services. It roped in the Department of Health and Human Services. And as such, and even through COVID, we have seen the Health and Human Service Department and education continue to march together to do this one thing that no matter where your choice is now, the government can use the programming and the funding to come into your home, whether you're in the public system or not. And we have some press releases that have just come out that will show the strengthening of this partnership in the name of human safety. Well, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice how they care about us so much? Uh, they they we they allow the murder of our babies. Now they're they've been over the past couple of years they've been murdering uh, people in the hospitals, remdesivir, and all this other stuff, ventilators, and what they shouldn't have been done. All this kind of stuff. But somehow they care about our safety, right? And our children. Oh yes. Safety. Oh, and because it, it because it goes into student success. Because Johnny and Susie can't be successful if they have lousy health care. And who better to manage that health care than our stupid federal government? Mm. Okay, so this first press 
press release. This one came out a couple of days ago. This is where you're going to see Secretary Cardona, who's over education, uh, meet with Xavier Bacara, who is the head over Health and Human Services. And they're developing. Now, notice it's not in place. They're developing, which means they can throw in anything they want to, Tim, including the kitchen sink. A joint effort to develop and share resources to ensure what? That children have access to school-based services. Health services. Health services. Yeah. How many people is it going to take, Tim? Between Charlotte, Anita, Alice, myself, you, Bradley, anybody who has been saying, watch for these wraparound services because it's not just about public school kids. And here you go. Yeah, don't don't they already have access? <laughs> I think this is more this is gonna be mm-hmm. this is gonna be more to push this this shot stuff. Uh, down the oh, road. There's- oh, wait, it, it gets better. Okay, here's one quote that, that I wanted us to feature. Throughout the country, child care centers, forget about pre-K, this is child care centers, schools, after-school programs, and recreational activities closed, disconnected nearly 60 million children and youth from essential services, excuse me, resources and supports. Many families face job loss, economic hardship, and food insecurity profoundly affecting child health and well-being. And here's the second paragraph. While the pandemic's long-term impacts on children and youth are not fully understood, working together to build resilience, Tim, in children, youth, and families can promote equity and support recovery efforts. The secretaries continued, we will evaluate opportunities under the American Rescue Plan funding, along with existing federal resources to build a lasting and sustainable health care infrastructure for children and youth. Mm. Did you hear public school children only? Nope. No. You won't, because when our government uses words like any, every, and all, they do not stop at the end of the schoolyard. They keep going, and this is a community union, okay? And also, in every student succeeds act, states and cities and towns were told, look, if you don't get on board with this, you're not going to get the funding for all your little programs. And if you don't get all the funding for your little programs, Johnny and Susie can't succeed. So therefore, you don't align, we don't fund. Mm. Okay. So later today, the Health and Human Services, along with the Department of Education, are going to have a webinar on the successful programs across the state Uh, across the nation, Tim, who are already using these school-based health services. Now, I signed up to be a fly on the wall. It does happen at the same time of Bradley's show. So I'm not saying, you know, everybody skip out on Bradley's show. What I'm saying is 
even if you don't attend the show by registering, you can usually get an archive link so that when you can go back and look at the resources and listen to the garbage, that you can absolutely do it. But if you want to see examples of how the government's going to continue to to march into your home and tell you how to run your life and how to take care of your babies, there you go. There's your opportunity. And we'll have that link for you in the um, the archives as well. So, uh, like I said, uh, we can have uh, sales pitch notes that you can take and say, hey, you know, school board, did you know this? What are we doing about this? How can we fight this? I don't want this in my town. I don't want this in my home. I don't want this in my school district. I'm not going to fund this. These are ways we can we can uh, come come back against this. But as far as his. um, okay. That is the the first one, okay? Now, if you want to show people the link for the particular webinar that is today, I want folks to to not miss the name of the the government tag on this website. It's called safesupportivelearning.ed.gov. And there it is. And there you can see. Best Practices Clearinghouse. Oh, isn't that lovely? Tim, for those who can't see, can you tell them I see the Department of Education's logo? But what are those others? Um, I, I don't know what the logos are. There's a graduation hat. There's a looks ah, like. I don't know if that's okay. a. I don't know if that's a building, a, like a school building, ABC. And then there's an ABC. Let's see. Hang on. Oh, Safer Schools and Campuses Best Practice Clearinghouse. Ooh. And it's it's geared for state and district leaders, school administration, uh, school-based health center staff, student support personnel, parents, and education stakeholders. Oh, goody. Education stakeholders, the fascist. Oh, isn't that fun? Okay, so like I said, that is the webinar that's going on later today. I went ahead and signed up for it, and it's amazing to me. Because once you sign up for some of these things, they'll... Send you an email. Oh, only one more day before we have our webinar, and aren't you excited? And oh, da, da, da. ah, just give me a barf bucket. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like I said, I'll be taking notes on that, and we can, you know, go back later. But yeah, that's going to be programs from states all across the nation where they're fully indoctrinated with this stuff and going to show you how you too can do this at home. Hmm. The second press release. And this is going to be, again, Secretary Cardona. And he is going to call upon the districts for high and uh, the state districts, higher education institutes to address the nationwide teacher shortage and bolster student recovery through, again, the American Rescue Plan funding. Yay. And who knows what they're going to get in this new bill? Oh, What's this I, new I bill that know. they're pushing that they're going to, is that going to be a part of this as well? I'm sure that they're going to. Um, um, they'll connect it. They'll, they'll probably connect it. But here's the main paragraph that I want us to talk about. Okay. okay. Today, U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona will issue a nationwide call to action for states, higher education leaders, and schools to tap federal resources and that work means your together. Money. Yeah and work together to address the teacher shortage and aid student recovery. 
Today's announcement builds on President President Biden's call in the State of the Union, encouraging leaders to use those American Rescue Plan funds to address the critical school challenges that districts are facing. The call to action coincides with Secretary Cardona's participation in Are You Ready?, the Carnegie Foundation's mm-hmm. Advancement of Teaching Summit on Improving Education. And it's being held in San Diego, and it ends tomorrow. How nice is that? Yeah, and for people who don't remember, the Carnegie Foundation were, were the ones who were saying they were pushing communism at the behest of the President of the United States. Remember we had uh, G. Edward Griffin on and he mm-hmm. he uh, spoke out against all of these nonprofits that were engaged in pushing uh, communism. So here he is meeting with a bunch of communists for the advancement of teaching summit on improvement in education. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, now, we know in, what that is. That's communist right. indoctrination. Right. Now, in the archives, I'm going to give you a link. And I've got over six pages worth of articles and research on Carnegie, but Carnegie is one of the chief, not only Common Core machine members in our nation, but it's one of the chief destructors of our nation, and they're doing it through progressive reform, and they've been doing it for eons, okay? So I just wanted to throw that out there. So if you want to look at Carnegie's press release for this particular summit, you're going to love this. It is uh, from mid-March of 2022, and, it, and they're bragging on the fact that you're going to have the Secretary of Education come speak at your conference. And here's the quote that Cardona gave Carnegie, okay? I'm eager to participate in the Carnegie Summit to explore how our priorities at the U.S. Department of Education intersect with the foundation's new areas of focus, it should be a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, <clears throat> let's talk about that. Let's talk about the U.S. Department of Ed- Education. Miguel, show us where that is in the Constitution. The Ninth and Tenth Amendments explicitly forbid that because we didn't authorize you to be involved in that in the first place. So it shouldn't right. be an intersecting anywhere. You shouldn't even be there. You shouldn't be there with your... Your, your Cheshire smile, you know, Cheshire cat smile there. Uh, you shouldn't even be talking about this, much less meeting with a bunch of communists to talk about something that is the, uh, an agency's illegal existence intersecting with their. I, I mean, don't well, we have more- don't we have laws against people who are pushing communism? I mean, it undermines we- the very foundations that we're, we're built on. And you and I know that, and so many people know that, but yet they let it, they let it go on. It's like, uh, it's like, you know, you're going to sit there and whine and moan about the tyrants who you want to elect, only you elect them and the treason continues. Now, I know there's a quote out there about that that, from some big wig way back when, but, but the point of it is, is this is more proof to public-private partnerships, which are also fascist, which also have no constitutionality in our United States. It also is showing you the new direction is home. That's the only place that they've not gotten to to go to. And this is one more way they're doing it. And if you want to think that the school voucher, the tax credits, the education savings accounts are your ticket to escape from all this, let me tell you, the idea was rooted 
in a public-private partnership between a corporation uh, doing with ed- dealing with education credentialing and the Department of Education way back when. And this was uncovered by Sam Blumenthal, Charlotte Izerbeet, and several others. And it was published in a book that was a research manual for Goals 2000. And it's as plain as day. And yet you're going to have people who are sitting here running me up the flagpole because I'm saying school choice is back. This is what it's helping usher in is the socialistic garbage and it's coming in your home and you're just going to sit there and whine and moan about somebody slapping somebody else across the face or some other stupid flavor of the month when this is what's going on. Well, I was going to say is to remind the people who think the, uh, the red team is, is the better team. This is where they're going. When I, when I read that thing at the first from the Mm -hmm. Washington post and played that part, these people mm-hmm. are arguing about something that isn't even going on, mm-hmm. hoping it's going on, and yet this is happening right in, in their right in their jurisdiction of Congress to say, wait a minute, we shouldn't be funding mm-hmm. any of this. We should be abolishing the Department of Education and all of it. And they're just letting it go on and saying it's for the children, so it must be a good thing. I mean oh, yes. this is the oh, this yes. is the it's not insanity, it's a it's a total disconnect. Of what mm-hmm. the people are supposed to be doing who represent us. And so if this isn't further um, evidence that the people have to take it in their own hand, this is why we're talking about doing things at the local level, because D.C. Well, is gone. Those people are going to do what they're going to do, and they don't care what you say. They, they're away from you. This is why I think Tactical Civics has a great pitch to bring those representatives back home and put them in their own district. But uh, our job is to do it locally. We if we can fend we could fend them off locally. If you got some some local representatives who got some spine, if you say, "Hey, I'm behind you," they'll take that yeah. stand. They'll take the stand, right? And and people are going to say, "Well, okay, yeah, if it's true that you know DC's gone, then why in the world are you even doing a show on Wednesday?" It's so that you can know what the heck is going on, so that you can take it local, so that you know what's coming at you, because you certainly can fight better if you go in fully prepared than you can if it just literally hits you in the face and you had no clue it was coming. So you cannot say you were not warned. All right, if you go. To the particular website, Tim, for the promo, I wanted folks to see the short video about what Carnegie and the Department of Education are promoting. It's a short video. And there it is. It's why attend. Okay. We're getting there. Oh, wait. <laughs> I had it muted. Sorry. Whoops. That's okay. Catchy music. This is better than elevator music. <laughs> now, for those who can't see the screen, what's going on is the music is going on, or all these wonderful little catchphrases of why you should attend. Okay. Keynotes that will inspire you. Ooh. Pre conference courses that will engage you. About unconstitutional activity, I might add. Breakout sessions will provide practical insights to get better at getting better. What? <laughs> Join the community dedicated to changing how the education field learns to improve. That's clever. Education field learns to improve. Interesting. All right. So there they are. Uh, there they are. Now, and I'm sure they want a lot of money to come to that uh, oh, thing, too. Oh, I'm huh? sure they do. But here's what Carnegie President had to say on this summit and, and knowing that Cardona's going to be there. 
We are thrilled and honored that Secretary Cardona will join us for the Carnegie Summit, he said. Now more than ever, we need practitioners, policy leaders, philanthropists, and social and commercial sector to join forces and break new ground for American children. Honey, did you hear God, parents? Did you hear teachers? No, you heard practitioners, policy leaders, policy is not law, and philanthropists, and philanthropists are nothing but laundering their corporate money in public activities where they shouldn't be. Okay, so it says here they're going to join forces, break new ground for American children. The secretary's leadership, engagement, and voice will help us achieve this goal. He goes on to say, Secretary Cardona and President Knowles will engage in a fireside chat that is open to all summit attendees. And among other topics, they will discuss instructional engagement recovery, reimagining educational systems to support success in K through 12 and post-secondary educational systems and putting equity at the center of educational work. Academics was not in there. What was in there? Alignment to community, collectivism, uh, work. What else? What else? It was right there in our plain sight. What else was there that you're not getting? That you that, that listening to Tim and I, you should have gotten all through this. They are making no absolute mistake in doing everything they can to plot a community-wide from home to home intrusion. Whether it's literal or figurative doesn't matter. The fact matters that constitutional amendments are being squandered. Your rights are being squandered and this is the time to act. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that. In fact, last night had quite a bit of thought over uh, a lot of different things as far as how we've been manipulated, lied to, deceived about mm-hmm. what they're doing when they're telling us one thing and they're actually doing something else. Right. I want folks to understand uh, in the archives, you will see where you can go and find the speakers who are at this particular Carta, um, uh, Carnegie uh, Festival, if you will. I'm not even going to call it a conference. All right. You'll be able to see them. You'll also be able to see the sponsors. And among the sponsors, you're going to see the National Education Association. You're going to see the Gates Foundation. You're going to see a lot of others. Okay. But the people who are speaking at this particular conference, let me tell you the corporations that are represented. Uh, these are the ones who want to realign education for work, not and, and healthcare will be thrown in because you can't be a good worker if you're not a healthy worker. All right, so we have Carnegie Project XQ, which is tied in with Apple. Okay, this is the XQ Institute. You have the U.S. Department of Education. You have the University of Southern California, the University of Michigan, the University of Pennsylvania, the Kentucky Department of Education, the Connecticut RISE Network. Now, these are not the only higher education systems that are among these speakers, Tim. Those are just the ones that kept repeating. Okay, you have Father Boyles from Homeboy Industries. Homeboy. Yeah, you have Johns Hopkins. Mm, Okay. Strive together. They have been in the common core machine long enough 
to have entire cities that are doing nothing but aligning from cradle to grave services. And if you want to talk about scary agenda for America, go look at their stuff. And it's on my website as well. Wested, which they're uh, an accreditation body that's tied in with all this garbage from the U.S. Department of Education. Teaching Matters, the Walton Family Foundation. Keep going to Walmart, y'all. Mm-hmm. College Success, the network for it. New Visions Public Schools, Change Lab, Partners in School Innovation, SHIFT, that's S-H-I-F-T, Core Districts, the National Equity Project, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the Community Design Partners. Well, we know who's going to be getting a lot of money out of this, so we can at least identify those people right now, and uh, that's going to be getting our money. This is one of the things I I did discover Mm -hmm. with regards to the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation is all that money that they were putting in from their foundation for these shots was actually coming from the governments of, of the people. I mean, their their own representatives were selling them out, giving them money, and then they were doing it, and then they're they're the ones profiting from it. So they found mm-hmm. a way to steal from us in order to enrich themselves. That's, this is what all these people are doing. Absolutely. So in the archives, you're going to have all that information. But here's the bottom line, and here's what I want folks to really hone in on. The bottom line point. The union between unconstitutional federal education direction and private business is using health care, most importantly, mental health care, behavior management at community levels to use your taxpayer dollars to pay for it. And all the while, they're going to keep over here going, oh, yes, we need to get in with the school-based services. And over here, on the other hand, it's, yes, take the school choice money. Take the school choice money. You'll be free from all this other stuff. No, you won't. You want to know why? Because the minute you take that, that money for any service, resource, or curriculum, or anything related to education, the same system that's over here that's corrupt is still going. It's still doing the same thing. The only difference is is that instead of the money going straight to them, it's coming now to you. And if you're going to be indoctrinated enough to still take the money and go over to that corrupt system, then God help you. Yeah, it's uh, you, we. This is why we do try to warn people about it, uh, so mm-hmm. that they don't fall in that trap. I was trying to find something else because you were talking about the mm-hmm. um, the, the mental health, and I just yeah. I was recalling years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I made mention this morning of this flashback, uh, mm-hmm. the the deal with Joe Biden and the guns, right? And that followed in the same year. Uh, what was it? Sandy Hook happened in like December 2012, right? And then in 2013, yeah. they had all this stuff. Well, one of mm-hmm. the things I remember, and I was trying to pull it up, but I can't find it, uh, be- I guess because it's so far back there, or I missed the title or something, but Obama wanted to include 23 executive orders of things that he shouldn't have been involved in. And one of those things was the push, if you guys remember, back after the Sandy Hook incident, and that's the way I'm going to refer to it as, uh, Obama came out with 23 executive orders, and one of those things he wanted to do was he wanted CDC to do a study on mental health and with regard to gun violence and stuff. It's, and it's all the Project Aware. 
Yeah, and so uh, all yeah, of I've the done con- articles on that. Yeah, yeah, all the conservatives jumped in there. Yeah, we got to get these crazy people in this middle. And I'm sitting here going, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So you have the people like Obama and him wanting to focus on the mental health, and they get some of the conservatives on because some of the Second Amendment groups wanted to do that too. And then the Second Amendment groups wanted to build bigger government. We want a policeman in every school. You know, or we want 10 policemen in every school, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. You're just asking for bigger government. Why don't you just give people their rights? Teachers are with the kids all day. I mean, if you're logical, uh, yeah. are they? Are you expecting them to do their kids harm? Maybe you are. I don't know. Some of these teachers, they're doing them harm. They don't even have a gun. But, uh, well, but I thought about that push by the government to study mental health and determine who's going to be mental, mentally healthy and who's not. This is why I say, guys. If you fall in that trap right there, you might as well just put the shackles on yourself. Because do you really want government determining who is mentally competent and who's not? I mean, have you seen some of these yahoos who are up there in D.C.? Do you really want them determining who is that? I, I don't. Well, they're doing. They're pushing it ninety to nothing through the school-based services. They really, really are. And I don't know how many shows we need to do on this. We've done, uh, you know, I did an article uh, after uh, Sandy Hook. We did an article and a show after the Michigan one. We showed you where those supposed behavior management courses to help negate the problem were actually making the problem worse. And yet people are still feeding into it. We've talked about uh, with the flock cameras, how you've got more law enforcement in schools than you absolutely need. Because, you know, it it, is. But again, people are just they'd rather talk about other stuff, Tim, because I guess maybe they'll feel better that uh, they can say, well, at least I didn't this and at least I didn't that. But on the other hand, you know, we're giving you stuff like this. We're offering you um, information to take advantage of. And it's like. Duh. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to do your best to, to warn the people. Know. Uh, you know, the I Bible know. the Bible talks about the, the watchman on the wall. If he doesn't blow the trumpet, if he doesn't sound, then the blood's on his hands. But if he does, then right. it's on the people's hands. And our, our job is not to... I know a lot of people, they'll say, oh, they'll come in, oh, you're just trying to scare people. It's more fear porn, blah, blah. No, it's not that at all. Mm-mm. Do, you, do no. you see us shaking in our boots? The point is is that we're warning you of what the enemy is doing so you can confront it and stop it. See, that's the this is the difference between the actual Christian patriot who wants to uphold the law and say, stop doing this, it's, it's sin, that's transgression of the law, stop doing it, and those who are like some of these in the Q movement who say, just sit back and have popcorn and watch the show. Somebody else is going to take care of it for you. Well, mm-hmm. we're not those kind of people. We're the people who say, no, we're the ones who need to be doing it because the responsibility falls with us. Right. Well, part of what we're going to be talking about um, tomorrow on the Liberty Bells and then again on Saturday, we'll dovetail into all of this, Tim, because it's going to be talking about, you know, that fallacy behind school choice. But, OK, we've gone over the home to school resources um, in this show. I want folks to know that Georgia just passed a parental rights bill and we need to watch these because laden in those are going to be all kinds of overreaches that you're sitting here going, oh, yes, 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 please. Yes, please. Let me have the government tell me that I can be a parent and I could go have permission to do A, B, C and D. No. Uh, You also have uh, the campaign for grade level reading. They have entire 
documents out there, Tim, for community solutions, readiness gap solutions, attendance uh, solutions, and the summer slide. These are all backed by the Annie B. Casey Foundation, which is a huge Common Core Machine member. And again, they don't want your your kids to, to grow up uh academically uh, gifted. They want them to be good worker bees. You also have um, community-driven development, key funding streams. So if you don't already know how to abuse the system, you can log on and find out how to. And you can also look at Mecklenburg County, North Carolina, and how they remade their welfare system to go along with every bit of this stuff. Now, I want to look at that because the document that Charlotte Iserbeek sent me was from the 70s. It was from uh, here in North Carolina, and it was all about how to merge healthcare and education. And it was one of the pilot programs for the nation. And uh, I, I can just about bet you, Bunny, this welfare reform uh, that uh, Mecklenburg County did is probably going to be roped into it. And I can just about bet you, buddy, that it's going to be the foundation for what we're seeing now being called those successful school-based mental health programs. Well, isn't that special? Yeah, you know, I, I got to tell you, you know, guys like me, I, I know you dig into this stuff all the time. And I'm just one, I, I don't I don't take the federal money for stuff like that. We were talking about 10 grand. Boy, we could use 10 grand right now. Um, in, in our home, I don't know about everybody else, but we could use that. But the fact of the matter is, you know, if it's tied to that education deal, it's got strings to it. And you're, and as soon as you take it, you are literally opening up your home to the wolves. You're really doing yeah, that. You are. But here's the thing. Even if you didn't take it with the setup, the way it's going, Tim, that won't matter whether you actually took the, the $10,000 per family. And let's remember, that's a federal bill that's been proposed heavily backed. It's not going to surprise me if it passes, but of course people are going to foam at the mouth over it. But we did a show on it where, yeah, they got you saying, oh, goody, $10,000 per family, and you could go do whatever the heck you want as far as it's education related. But what was it? A page later, they're telling you where you can spend the money. Mm. Is that freedom? No, that's not freedom. That's a chain. Yep. Yep. It's uh, yeah. Well, I think that's where people are going to have to to be paying attention to that. Uh, I know a lot of homeschoolers and we've talked about this before. A lot of homeschoolers believe, well, I'm doing it at home. And right now it may be OK. You don't have people checking on I me. Mean, we certainly don't have that. Right. Uh, we pay our, you know, once a year dues to the homeschool group or whatever it is. But we don't even answer to them. I mean, so their laws are kind of silly. And what they've got in place for all that kind of stuff. In fact, South Carolina shouldn't be. And you guys have already heard my spiel on that as to what Lincoln and his cronies had in in store for the South regarding public education and how you saw that after the war, Northern aggression pushed on the southern states into their constitutions. And so that's where it came from. It wasn't an issue that the government has the authority or the right for that. They were they were forced into it. And um, I think we need a, a forcing out of that. The people need to tell the states, no, this is none of your business. And they can put a stop to it there. Pull it out of the Constitution. That shouldn't be a hard thing. It really shouldn't out of your state Constitution. But uh, it's getting people out of the mindset that somehow they think the state wants what's best for them. And they can't see this disconnect. And I think the mm-hmm. the whole COVID thing 
exposes the hypocrisy there. Oh, we care about everybody. We want them to And we're, yeah. we're going to actually, you've got people who are in eugenics, who have a eugenics mindset, who say, we want to develop all these kind of vaccines that are good for people. We want to we want to have good health care for people, but we want to eliminate, you know, I don't know, 15% of the population. We, we want to do that. Um, yeah. How does that work together? You can't, you can't trust anything these people are saying. I, I, I understand, but here's a real quick... Uh, illustration you take the, the you take the money okay let's say you're not in public school you take the money okay you've just subsidized your schooling okay subsidizing the more you subsidize the more state controlled it becomes the more state control becomes the more socialistic it becomes that's the danger in the school choice and it is going through that socialistic system that your right to vote is being is about to be taken away because of that because in the eyes of this machine that is behind this whole setup you take all the education you level it you merge it uh you 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 brand it as private you merge it into the public center which is under national control and what did you just do you took all the control away from the people and you gave it to the state and in socialism the state is everything and you are nothing and your vote means nothing so if any of this interests you and you want to tune in on a saturday night and attend this one-of-a-kind webinar if you'll go to my page commoncordiva.com click the donate button enter lb42 put your email in it's five dollars a ticket. Deadline is tomorrow. You can sign up. You can get all the content and more than you ever thought you would <laughs> through this webinar, where we're going to tie school choice to the demise of our uh, constitutional right to vote. Okay, I was trying to bring up the site, and it was taking a while for it to come up. It's but, okay, uh, but it's commoncordiva.com. Yep. Click on the donate button. Enter the code LB42. It's five dollars. And you put uh, your email address in there. I will get a notification that your ticket has been purchased. Uh, Suzanne is going to send you the Zoom link for the webinar so that you can get all the the information that comes along with it. Because we're going to be diving into some pretty massive documents that will prove everything that we've we've been saying. Now, uh, for people who are going to join this, what's what's yes. the uh, what's the what's the hook you got for them here coming in? You got uh, James Martinez is going to be on. We've had him on the show. You guys, yes, have had him on. we do. We have Jay. We have uh, someone from Tactical uh, Civics. We have uh, Bradley is going to be listening in and joining in. You are going to be there. Of course, Suzanne and I will be there. Uh, Jake Kleisick or John Kleisick, excuse me, who wrote School World World Order. He will be attending. He might even pop in and uh, say a couple of words as well. But we're going to be looking at the work of Charlotte Iserbeek. We're going to be looking at Sam Blumenfeld's. Uh, work on the NEA. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, the research guide for the goals 2000, which brought a lot of this social and emotional garbage with it. So if you think it's brand new stuff, no, it's been around since the 90s or before. So we're going to have a lot of content in there so folks can really get the picture that school choice funding will kill your right to vote. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and we've already talked about that too, so people can check yeah. that out. We were talking about that uh, last week 
um, mm-hmm. I believe, in the show. So I'll have that mm-hmm. up in the archive as well. And uh, you guys be sure to check that out. I mean, the, you know, getting to see. two hours It's two hours of your time and $5 out of your wallet to preserve your right to vote and to fight for your family. I think that's more than worth it. Yeah, yeah. And that'll be Saturday night at what time? Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, okay. and it will be archived. And we also have an opportunity. And, you know, let's say you're busy Saturday night. Fine. That's great. Okay. We've got a possibility to turn this into a workshop. I've already had one group contact us about that. So, you know, we'll see what God does with this. But this is an awesome opportunity for us to be armed, educated, and ready to rock. Okay. All right. Yep. And I'm looking forward to that. That'll be kind of interesting to have all those people on. I don't know how how you're going to get everybody to to pitch in on that when you get so many people. Because I don't remember know. having I remember having the show with um, uh, Kate and uh, four doctors or three doctors and giving everybody <laughs> an opportunity to talk. It was two hours to give them, you know, just a few minutes and let them go around. So I, I guess we'll see what goes on there. We'll but, see uh, what we'll see what God pulls off. But I'm telling you, this is huge yeah. and. This is partly how we're carrying on Charlotte's work, because this is what she this was her project in the making that she was doing, was trying to get folks to learn. Okay, your right to vote, whether it's local or national, is about to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, somebody asked in here in the chat here about uh, school boards. And, um, you know, I don't personally, I don't see why we have them. I don't see why parents who are sending their kids to a certain school shouldn't be the board themselves. That seems like that would make the most sense if they can attend a PTA meeting. Do they even have those anymore? Uh, a PTA meeting, or if they can, if they can go to a school board meeting, why can't they just determine what their kids are going to learn? What the, you know, whether they're going to wear a mask or not? Why can't they be the ones to do that instead of this? Instead of battling people who sometimes don't even have kids in the school system making these kinds of decisions. Because you have micromanagement from your accreditation uh, bodies like these P3 arrangements. That's it, precisely it. Yeah, drives you crazy. Drives you crazy. It does. Lynn, All right. we got about a minute here, so let okay. people know where they can find out more about you and how they can support you. Okay. CommonCordiva.com is where you can find all the stuff. Of course, you can find me here on Sons of Liberty every Wednesday morning, bright and really early. You can find me on Breaking News Journal TV. That's available on Roku and Amazon. Uh, You can subscribe for like three bucks a month and get all kinds of clean content. So you won't get just my channel, but you'll get all kinds of other entertainment as well. You can find me on the usual social media outlets. Of course, tomorrow with Suzanne Hamner, we'll be doing the Liberty Bells. We'll be doing the history of how school choice came up and why it's such a danger. So that's tomorrow morning at 1130, I believe it is. And that will be available on Rumble. So you can catch me on all the usual social media outlets as well. Okay. All right, Lynn, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for your time again this morning. And uh, guys, some of you were trying to jump in on Rumble. It's not my fault. I promise. I got the thing in there. I got all the stuff. And it says online and Rumble's not carrying it. So Bradley's going to probably have a few choice words for Rumble today uh, because it just didn't go through. And so apologize for that. I'll get one up once we get off the radio here. And uh, you guys have a great day. I'll be here at 3 p.m. All right, catch me then, and then back in the morning at 6 a.m., Lord willing. See you.